Welcome to Journeying Through Holy Week with St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows. I'm Hallie Parkins, a pastor here at St. Mark's. You might be familiar with the Triduum, the three holy days that lead up to Easter, beginning Monday, Thursday, and going into Good Friday and finally Easter Vigil. We will mark those days together as we gather for worship later this week. But this year in Holy Week, we are extending the movement in the days that mark the procession to Easter with this devotional series. We'll be following the Gospel of John almost chronologically from the 12th chapter to the 19th chapter. The pastoral staff here at St. Mark's, including our deacon and pastoral intern, will share a devotional reflection that accompanies the lectionary scripture for the day in the Gospel of John. As this series of scripture and reflection carries us through Holy Week, we will move into Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. The gospel leads us into the heart of pain, of betrayal from a close companion, and through a scathing trial and cruel condemnation into human pain and suffering and death. While these devotions will end on Good Friday and carry us to an ending with the death of Jesus, we know the story does not end with the finality of his death. There is new life yet to come. The arc of God's love moves us towards love, moves us towards light and life that overcomes death. In the ending we hold and know, there is hope, there is light, and there is life that persists in the love of God. We walk this journey with each other in the Gospel of John as we tell the story of Jesus, a story that accompanies us into our own lives. A reading from the Gospel of John, the 12th chapter. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, What was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money not given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. When the great crowd learned that he was there, they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests planned to put Lazarus to death as well, since it was an account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. We stand at the beginning of Holy Week in a rather quiet moment this morning after the big parade and rambunctious shouts of Hosanna are all done. In the arc of Holy Week, 
From Palm Sunday to Easter morning, we trace the movements of the Jesus story through the homes and the lives and expressions of love and betrayal, of deep affection and care, and also the brutal human capacity for violence. We begin with time in the company of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, with the man whom Jesus had revived and brought to life again. The presence of Lazarus already holds a sign for us that death does not have the final say. It's a hint at what is possible. And we have a hint also of the threat that perceives this life-giving power as dangerous. The passage in John draws us into the depths of extravagant love poured out on Jesus' feet. With perfume that costs a literal fortune, our gospel journey holds us in the story of Mary anointing Jesus' feet with expensive perfume and holds us in a moment where a scent blooms with the beauty in their home. She washes his feet with her hair, a moment that is so scandalously close and intimate. An anointing of Jesus' feet with extravagant perfume would be so joyful and delightful if only the meaning was not so openly known to us. For us, Jesus tethers the anointing of his feet with the anointing of his body, as one would do after his death. And yet in life, he is part of this ritual and, and part of the sensing of the smell of perfume and the soft hair on his feet, an act that he will in turn continue in the washing of his disciples' feet. Throughout Holy Week, we'll look for ways we dwell in the story and today I am caught up in this moment of extravagant grace and love and noticing the deep affection and the adoration of tenderness and generosity poured out in this moment. And I also see the sharp contrast and edge of words that criticize and condemn, that judge without noticing what really is happening, what is really going on here. Oiled, lavished feet stands opposite such criticalness and stingy judgment. This love stands opposite the critical edge that is so quick and sharp to find fault and judge, even of the most generous and intimate gesture, an act of love. So today we behold the holy and the lavish in our midst, perhaps so counter to the piousness and discipline that we might want to enter Holy Week with. So much can be twisted out of this holy act twisted into lack of care and love for others. And so our invitation today, as we stand at the beginning of the holiest week, is to our own holy and lavish gesture in this movement of the week. Perhaps this invites us into our own giving of something extraordinary with deep affection. Or maybe it invites us to notice what blooms truly about the presence of God around us. What is it that brims with the beauty of God in your life? What is it that is holy among you that resists the critical edge and twisted thinking of judgment? And how do you honor your own impulse, the kind of impulse Mary's deep gesture of love and affection pours out on Jesus in your own way?
For this day, for this week, may God's full to the brim love pour out upon you. May God's love bloom and fill your life like extravagant, beautiful perfume. And may you revel in the beauty and the love and the presence of God this day forth and forever. Amen.